This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon and happy Pi Day. I'm Spencer Chase. 400 farm groups from across the country are calling on Congress to make sure farm bill writers have enough money. A letter addressed to House and Senate Budget Committee leaders expresses support for sufficient budgetary resources in the upcoming farm bill, but doesn't offer the lawmakers a specific dollar figure. The ag groups say there are many pressures facing U.S. farmers and others in the ag supply chain, and the next farm bill will require support in the upcoming fiscal 2024 budget. But the top Republican on Senate budget is skeptical more money will be in the bill. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley tells reporters input cost hikes could lend credence to the argument of more money for farm programs, but... We're going to have to find the money someplace else to do it. You just can't add to the total uh, cost of the program by just assuming you're going to buy all the money. Daryl Cates is the president of the American Soybean Association. He says previous market shocks have shown a need for improvements to the Farm Bill's Title I programs. During the... Uh, situation with China, trade war, I mean, it never triggered the safety net. And if you're not going to trigger it then, I don't think you ever will. So it was that I think it was one of the most important things for us is to try and improve the uh, safety net for the soybean uh, part. Phil Brasher has a deeper look at the letter in his story on agripulse.com. Legislation to make year-round E15 a nationwide affair is back on Capitol Hill. Senators Deb Fisher of Nebraska and Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota reintroduced legislation today that would codify a nationwide E-15 waiver into law in the Senate. Republicans Adrian Smith of Nebraska and Dusty Johnson of South Dakota joined Angie Craig of Minnesota. Joins Democrat Angie Craig of Minnesota in doing the same in the House. The bills would both solve a looming problem for the biofuels industry, which currently is unable to sell E-15 during the upcoming summer driving season. The EPA has proposed to allow eight Midwestern states to allow the fuel to be sold in the summer of 2024, and the agency says it is currently exploring its options for summer 2023. The bill would enact the necessary change immediately upon being signed. But Jeff Cooper of the Renewable Fuels Association says action on the legislation will need to be quick if that becomes the path for sales this summer. We're, we're going to keep working at it, but we're, uh, I, I think being realistic about our chances of getting uh, legislation passed before summer, which is, you know, really we're looking at May 1st as that effective date where terminals have to be in compliance with summer gasoline. So that's that's right around the corner. The bill carries the support of RFA, Growth Energy, the National Corn Growers Association, and many other familiar ag groups. But there's also the American Petroleum Institute and several other groups on the energy and transportation side of the equation that Cooper says have all been helpful in driving support for the measure. We've been working with sort of non-traditional allies uh, around this legislation and, and some of the oil industry folks have been uh, you know, working the hill and, and trying to generate support for this legislation as well. That led to three new sponsors on the Senate side of the hill, Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow and North Dakota Republican John Hoven. Nebraska's Pete Ricketts also joined the fray this time around after being one of the eight governors to sign the previously mentioned petition. In the House, Nebraska Republican Don Bacon, as well as freshman Andre Carson and Zach Nunn, were added to the rolls this time. Finally today, food inflation continues to soften in the latest consumer price index. 
Grocery prices were three-tenths of a percent higher in February, driven primarily by beef and pork price increases. Those two categories were up six and seven-tenths of a percent, respectively. Egg prices were down 6.7% last month, but are still more than 55% higher than a year ago. The overall CPI was four-tenths of a percent higher and is up 6% year-over-year. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Tell the Securities and Exchange Commission not to regulate farmers like Wall Street. Ask your lawmakers to support the Protect Farmers from the SEC Act. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.